0: Happy Sunday, Tampa Bay. We're with you for another week here on the Duncan Duo Real Estate Show, like we are every Sunday at 10. Andrew Duncan with the Duncan Duo team at LPT Realty. Excited to keep you updated. The first show in the new year about everything that is going on in Tampa Bay real estate. I want to start off by um, reminding everyone about our upcoming career night. If you're someone that has thought about LPT Realty, if you're someone that um, has thought about getting into real estate, joining our team, um, or simply just curious and you know thinking about a possible career move in the future, um, you can register at Join the Duo. I'm hosting it this Tuesday at 6 o'clock. It is a pressure-free opportunity to learn about What it's like to get into real estate What it's like to work for our team And you can do that at jointheduo.com Again at jointheduo.com You can register for our Tuesday career night You can also register for any of our career nights We do it on the second Tuesday of each month You can apply for our open positions on that website And you can also book a one-on-one career consultation With me or our president To talk about uh, your real estate career and um, you know what paths we specifically have for you with either our team or with LPT Realty. So I want to start off today talking about um, the you know the excitement that's happening in the real estate market the first of the year with a uh, mortgage rate drop that has uh, you know they've dropped about a about a full percentage point. Over the last uh, month or so, and that has allowed the market to kind of um, you know pick up quite a bit. So we're seeing buyer activity. We're seeing some sellers say, "Hey, I've got a three or four percent interest rate. I didn't want to buy when the rates were at eight. Now that they're in the sixes, I can make it happen." We're even seeing some people get rates in the fives. So if you've been on the fence, been thinking about it, been thinking about selling, or been thinking about buying, again, we would love the opportunity to do that with you. you can you can register on our website, contact us, or text us from uh theduncanduo.com. again that's theduncanduo.com. um the the other interesting thing that i saw recently um home median age jumps to 49 um you know two decades ago the home the median home buyer age was 39 and look there are a whole variety of reasons why this is happening um why why people are buying homes later in life similarly Um, You know, people are uh, not having kids as young. They're not having as many kids. They're living with mom and dad longer. Uh, And of course, uh, the cost to buy a property has increased pretty dramatically with both prices and interest rates. So it is priced out a lot of people in the market. So we're seeing more and more um, corporate institutions uh, purchase property. Uh, and acquire a bulk of the inventory. and And that is good and it's bad. The bad side of it is that, um, you know, it it's hard to reverse that. high student loan debt, rising cost of housing, stagnant wage growth, um as well as people that that want to, uh, I think the younger generation tends to want to travel around a little bit more and maybe not have uh, you know, kind of the 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 burden of of a mortgage and a high house payment. So interestingly enough, we're seeing the median age for home jump pretty considerably and a lot of younger homeowners are getting priced out of the market. However, with what we've seen recently with a drop in rates, um, I, I think we we could start to see some of the other uh you know, some of the younger crowds start to come back. We've also got some programs in Florida that they've done the past year. They're always coming and going with um, you know, the hometown heroes program where you could get uh down payment assistance um to to help you qualify and help you uh come out of pocket less so there are some things going on but uh but interestingly enough we are seeing home ownership ages rise and less and less young people opting to um you know to buy homes i, th- I think covid had an impact on that too truthfully i think people's perspectives about life changed a lot during a pandemic i think you had people that Ah, uh, simply said, maybe, get, you know, maybe wealth and home ownership and some of these ideals that we've always held true are a little bit uh, different than uh, than they were before. So I think that certainly had an obstacle uh, to home ownership as well. So you're listening to the Duncan Duo Real Estate Show. When we aren't on air, make sure to follow us on all of our socials. We are at the Duncan Duo. Again, that is at the Duncan Duo. Uh, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, TikTok, and Facebook. Uh, always putting out relevant real estate news information, uh, properties and content about what is going on in uh, in our Tampa Bay real estate market. So another thing that I'm starting to see a lot of, um, you know, at least through some of our own um, databases, we're seeing more and more home sellers whose homes failed to sell in 2023. So if that's you, uh, listen up. I've got some tips for you. December 31st every year is the day when the majority of, or not the majority, is the is the largest day of the year for expired listings. In other words, a lot of people say, "Okay, I'll give you till the end of the year to sell my house," and they make the contract expire at the end of the year, right? Because of that, starting early in January, you have all of these people whose homes failed to sell, and then they expire with the uh, prior listing agency and listing brokerage. So now they're free agents again. And so um, ultimately, there are a lot of reasons why homes don't sell, but there are typically a handful of them that I want to talk about today. But first, the very first and foremost one is the agent that you hired. If you're listening to this show, you already know I have a larger marketing outreach than the agent that you hired. That's one of the biggest obstacles to real estate is getting the number of eyes on your property. Because of our radio show, billboards, TV commercials, uh, our our exposure at the Tampa Bay Lightning, our website gets more traffic than other real estate agents, meaning that our listings get more eyes. We we have a higher marketing budget to spend to get uh, higher quality photos, but also to drive traffic because it isn't just about getting your property listed and online because not every realtor is created equal. It's about getting your property listed and marketed properly and using every avenue possible. So we pay for the enhanced versions of all of the major uh, listing syndicators so that our listings get more eyes on them. And that is not what's happening with a lot of agents. A lot of agents are skimping on marketing costs. They're they're cutting their fees, and when they cut their fees, what they're basically doing is giving them less of a marketing budget to expose your home. So the first thing you need to look at is you need to hire another agent. You need to hire the Duncan Duo, truthfully. Um the second thing you want to look at is your price. If your home didn't sell and it was properly marketed, then it then if it didn't sell, then that's your your the market's way of saying your price is not market value. It's not accurate. So your price may need an adjustment. And sometimes it isn't a drastic adjustment that your price needs. Sometimes it could be something as simple as going from 405,000 to 400,000. Um the reason why a, a lot of home sellers don't get exposure is because their agent makes mistakes in pricing their home and mis-target audiences. So for example, there's such thing called strategic price points in uh, real estate home values. And strategic price points are 50 dollars and $100,000 increments where you get a huge surge of buyer population that cuts off at that number. So for example, if you said, I want to price my home at $405,000, every buyer out in the marketplace – That's looking up to 400,000, which is a huge segment of our marketplace, never sees you if you're at 405 and a great agent would tell you you're losing money by you're more likely to get 405, putting it at 400 and getting a bidding war and creating multiple people looking at it than you are by pricing it at 405. And if your agent gave you that advice, you have a bad agent and you need to not go back to them. You need to go with somebody that's more of a more of a, a marketer. The second thing that you need to look at is the condition of the property. Uh, well, the third, technically, the first is the agent. If they didn't get it done, the likelihood that you should go back to them is slim. Um, you know, they're 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 your ex-realtor for a reason. Okay, keep them your ex-realtor. Hire a new, better realtor to get your home property exposure. Hire the Duncan Duo. Second thing is price, like I mentioned, and and again, maybe you're way overpriced, maybe you're just slightly overpriced. Um, But if your home didn't sell and it was properly marketed with good photos and good descriptions and all the right boxes in the MLS checked to get maximum eyes on the property, then the next caveat is um, the, the condition. So if you look at the property through your own eyes, you're going to miss some things. So you want to get other people's opinions. The best real estate agents will give you the truth. The weak real estate agents will not want to offend you. To tell you what you need to do to get your property in the right condition so they'll not want to offend you and then they'll put your house on the market and it's and it's sloppy. It doesn't look great. There's something missing. There are a few little things you could have done to make the condition better to get maximum exposure for that home. At our company, we're going to give you the honest truth. We're going to tell you what you need to do. Even if it hurts your feelings, we're going to be honest with you. Um, you know, we've had clients get upset that we told them they needed to change things because we were so brutally honest with them because our goal is to help them sell their house, not to, you know, tell them that the mural they have of their daughter in the living room is, is, looks great when it doesn't. So, uh, which is a true story, by the way. So, So you've got to look at the condition, get with experienced agents, do a lot of business, large teams, big marketing budgets, because they've got better training. And of course, they'll walk through your house and tell you everything that you need to do uh, to get your home properly exposed. The last thing that I would tell some home sellers, and this is all dependent, because some of the advice, the advice that we're going to give a home seller is going to depend on exactly what is going on in their specific neighborhood and price point. There could be somebody who has a home in Beach Park, somebody who has a home in Baycrest, somebody who has a home in Old Northeast, somebody who has a home in Avila or Lutz. And the advice that we give them might be completely different because of our analysis of what is going on with the competition and what other homes in that neighborhood are doing with the marketing, the condition, and the price. So... What that means is you get with an agent that can give you the right advice. Okay. But secondly, sometimes the advice is your house needs to come off the market for a little bit, depending on how long it's been on the market, what it was priced at, how it was marketed. If you go right back on the market five days after your listing expired, a lot of the websites bring in the old history of the days on market. Days on market are everything because we are unfortunately a very ego driven society And if people see high days on market, their immediate assumption is there's something wrong with the house and other people don't want it, which it makes them want it less. I mean, just look at social media. You have people today that get depressed because they don't get enough likes on something they post online. It's the same thing with real estate. The the high number of days without an offer is like getting no likes. Okay. So, what you want to do is analyze, do you need to come off the market to allow the market to reset and allow it to go back onto the market as a brand new listing? And again, that advice is going to be different. Now, you can hire the agent. You can say, you you know, days after the listing expired, you can hire your agent. You can lock them up so they can do some coming soon. They can help you prep. But the idea of it going right back into the MLS or right back onto the market sometimes is a bad idea. So hopefully that's been helpful. If you're someone whose home didn't sell in 2023 and you want a new crack with a new agent, a new crack at it in 2024 – hit up duncanduo.com go through our form, fill out our registration. We'll reach out to you. And even if you're just curious about your home's value, you can do that as well at Duncanduo.com. We can also get you an instant cash offer at duncanduo.com We'll be back. we can continue this conversation after a quick break here on the Dunkin' Duo Show. So we're back here on the Dunkin' Duo Show talking about the Tampa Bay real estate market. I'm Andrew Duncan with LPT Realty. If you're thinking about a career change, thinking about a career opportunity in real estate or with LPT Realty or changing brokerages, if you're a current agent, go to jointheduo.com, register for our career night on Tuesday, or apply for any one of our open positions. I talked in the first segment about home sellers that didn't accomplish their goal of selling their home by the end of last year, and now they're a free agent again looking at what their next steps are. If you missed that segment, we put the entire show on our YouTube channel. You can just do it, Google Duncan Duo YouTube. Uh, every week we put the entire show on, but I talked about all the steps you need to take if your home didn't sell that video's great content for anyone out there thinking about hiring a new agent or whose home didn't sell and if you're one of those people if you want all those tips you can just go to duncanduo.com fill out that form and we'll make sure to provide all those tips to you if you're a home seller whose home failed to sell in 2023 now what I want to talk about next are home buyers if your new year's resolution is buying a home and you didn't get it done in 2023 I want to give you some tips to help you succeed in 2024 Um, One of those tips is start early. Um, So a lot of people will wait until the spring or summer to start shopping for a home because their expectation is that, you know, that's the in or peak season. The obstacle with that is that's when everyone else thinks about jumping back into the market too. It's when they have more free time. They got spring break and summer vacation. They've got more time to look. Um, During January and February, it's two of the slowest real estate months of the year historically. Um, so you have a better chance at getting a good deal in January or February. So, uh, so I would encourage you if you're thinking about buying a home later in the year, if you can make the numbers work. Uh, there's certainly a chance that rates come down, but there's also a chance they go up. I think if the last years have taught us anything, it's that we don't really know where interest rates are going to go. We're going to expect them to go down, and then they're going to go up. So they're they're much lower now than they were, uh, you know, for for most of last year. So it's a great opportunity for home buyers to take advantage of two things right now. One is the lower rates than they were uh, a year ago, and two is the extra buying power you have in the negotiation of the purchase during months like January and February when the market isn't as busy. There aren't as many sales happening. There aren't as many offers. And in my opinion, some of the sellers that are on the market that time of year, they may be a little bit more motivated to take an aggressive offer. If you look at the statistical trends For the list-to-sell price ratio and the average sell price in Tampa Bay, January and February are two of the lowest months historically for those figures. So that gives a buyer great negotiating opportunity. It gives a buyer not just the lower rate that we're seeing, but a chance at getting a better deal that they may not get when the rest of the buyers show up on the marketplace uh, in the spring and summer. So um, the second thing I would tell you if you're buying in 2024 – uh, get your finances in order. Um, you know, A lot of people may have to have already filed their taxes, so get that done early. Um, if you're buying and you're self-employed, those become really, really important. Make sure you've checked your credit and you've worked through any of the credit issues. I cannot tell you how many people I know that say, oh, I make this much money and I have great credit. And they start the process of buying a home and they find out they can't qualify or there's a problem or you know their income is too much 1099 and not enough salary or whatever it is. No matter what you think you make, it matters what you tell Uncle Sam and what you put in your bank account. And then secondly, uh, it matters what credit bureau because they're all different. So I, I would strongly encourage you to talk to a mortgage lender now. Don't wait till you find the house. Here's what happens. It's Murphy's law. I cannot tell you how many home buyers I have seen in tears because they did not follow this advice. They go out shopping for a home. They believe they can qualify cuz they have great income and they looked at credit karma so their credit's great. They go out shopping for a home. They find their dream home. They go to qualify and it takes a day or two or there's a problem and something they have to contest. And by the time they get through that process to get the thumb up, to be able to get an offer accepted, because no seller today is accepting an offer without a pre-approval at a minimum, sometimes a pre-qualification, sometimes even a loan commitment or proof of funds are going to be what it's going to take. But at the bare minimum level, no seller taking an offer without a pre-qualification. And so that being said, um, you know, you're, you're putting the cart before the horse. You go, you find the house you love, and then somebody else buys it out from under you before you can go through that process. I cannot tell you how many people I've seen get discouraged, decide not to become homeowners, be distraught, cry because they lost the house of their dreams. It was everything they wanted that was perfect because they didn't have their stuff together. They didn't have their finances in order. They didn't have their pre-approval. They didn't, they didn't get everything into their accountant. Um, so so if you are that person that is someone who um, you know, it, it thinks that they can qualify – you have to make sure that you can qualify first and foremost, not your opinion. It It is much more complicated today to get a mortgage than it was just a few years ago. The mortgage process is more stringent to keep the real estate market from having what it went through uh, back 15 years ago with the, with the great, uh, the great recession to prevent a lot of defaults. It's a lot more thorough today. So, they're going to uncover everything. They're going to look at every nook and cranny of your finances to make sure that you can qualify to buy the home. Um, and if you can't qualify, through, if you can't get through that process, you're not going to qualify. So hopefully those tips have been helpful for you. If you want any more of those tips, follow us on social media at the Dunkin' Duo um, or hit up the Dunkin' Duo YouTube channel. We'll be back after a quick break here on the Dunkin' Duo Show. So we're back here on the Duncan Duo Show talking about the Tampa Bay real estate market. I'm Andrew Duncan with the Duncan Duo team at LPT Realty. Hopefully, you have started and are still on track with your New Year's resolutions or you've made your goal list for 2024. Um, I worked on mine this weekend. I have a board in my garage um, that, that's in the stairway to my garage, and I have a board that basically breaks down business, and personal goals, um, and one of those goals is really, really relevant to our audience, um, and it's to buy more real estate. Um, you know, I, in addition to uh, running my real estate uh, brokerage and and owning a title company and, and lots of other affiliated businesses, um, I buy and renovate a lot of real estate, either buy renovate to resell or buy renovate to rent. And I want to buy a lot more real estate this year. So if you're someone who doesn't want to go through the process of selling their home traditionally, you just want a cash offer. You just want Andrew to come in and throw you some cash. Um, Maybe you're somebody that inherited a property. It's a property that needs a lot of work. Uh, I'm an investor, and I will buy your property as well. And you can also do that at DuncanDuo.com. When you go to DuncanDuo.com, you just click Sell Your Home, you request instant cash offer, and myself or Ben from my team is going to reach out to you to talk to you about your property and what we can do. Now, I want to be clear about this for a second because we get this all the time. Um, You know, we are in the business of helping the seller make the best choice for them. In other words, we're going to tell you that this is what we can offer in a cash situation, but here's the here's the retail path that you may be able to get more money, but it's going to require more steps, more time, more hoops, more inconvenience. Uh, it's no different than a car dealership. A car dealership is going to offer you on trade for your vehicle so that you can buy one of their vehicles for less than what you could likely sell that car for if you went through the process yourself. There's got to be a margin where uh, there's profit. So if you want to come to, if you want to go to DuncanDuo.com and sell us a house, that is already on the MLS. We've already seen it. That's not what we're looking for. We're not looking to pay retail. We're looking for opportunities where we can get a little bit of a discount because if we're buying it directly, there's no commission involved. Um, and also agents. If you're an agent listening and you have a property that's off the market and you uh, you want cash for it, you can hit us up at duncanduo.com. You can email Ben at the Any wholesalers that have properties can add him to your list. But we want to buy more real estate in 2024. Um, I'm looking to acquire. Uh, you know, I've got several million dollars of a of a of a budget to spend to buy more properties in 2024. Uh, so again, you can do that at DuncanDuo.com as well. Um, and again, it's not going to be the same number that you could get if you go through the traditional process, but it's going to be easy, painless, quick, cash, clean. We buy plenty of properties that we don't even inspect. Um, you know the, or, or that we waive inspection that we close quickly um so it's it's that it's that type of opportunity that if you need something done quickly if you need cash quickly uh that can be a path that we can operate within um it, there are a lot of companies out there that do it I think one thing obviously that we bring to the table is reputation and pedigree we've been in the market for 20 years have a great reputation thousands thousands of five star reviews have bought well over 100 local properties you know through my um through my uh company so dunkanduo.com, you can get the instant cash offer and get a cash offer from us uh directly uh to buy your property the other thing i want to talk about with the um the kind of the instant cash path and again uh if someone is buying your home that's a large institution One of the obstacles that they have competing with someone like me is that they have really rigid standards and requirements you know, in terms of closing dates and uh, timelines and, you know, you got to move out. And, you know, I'm a I'm a small business with my, um, you know, home buying and renovation company, so I can be a little bit more flexible. We've had people that said, hey, look, I want to stay a week or two after closing or can I lease it back from you or and there are situations like that that we can work with clients that some of the larger, you know, hedge fund type companies are, are much more rigid in that requirement. Um, the the other thing that we like to do is we like to give you a hassle free offer that 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 eliminates any of the fees. You know we've had people say, well hey this large company gave me three seventy for my house and you only offer me uh, you know three fifty. Well they gave you three seventy but they're charging you ten percent in fees. I'm giving you three fifty but I'm not charging you any fees. Mine's going to put more money in your pocket. So make sure you compare apples to apples if you go out and seek cash offers from investors. Far too often we're having people come to us and they're getting attached to the ego of the higher number, but in reality, it's putting less money in their pocket because either who pays the title closing costs or what kind of fees or commissions that the company is charging on top of the price. If I'm buying the home directly from you, I'm simply I'm simply buying it in a cash situation and not charging a fee to you because to me that just makes more sense. Um I don't want to pay the, the the extra cost on title or the extra cost on property taxes. I would much rather keep those costs low um and and not charge myself a fee when it's essentially uh I just, you know, I want to acquire it and and control costs more. They, they're doing it differently than I am. So anyway, you can do that at DuncanDuo.com if you're curious and thinking about a cash offer and just kind of want to move on. We've got a lot of Airbnb investors locally that I think don't want to go through the hassle of putting their house on the market. They're not getting the numbers they used to get from the Airbnb investment. If that's you, again, same thing. Hit up DuncanDuo.com. We can we can take you the traditional path. And not every right, not every house is right for the for the cash offer. There, you know, the the higher the price, the harder it is for that to make sense because of the holding costs. Um, but also, there are neighborhoods where homes are selling so fast and well above asking that we tell people, look, this. You know we don't we're not wanting to take advantage here. You you your better path. Your house isn't going to last days. Your better path is to go on the traditional retail market. So again, you can do that at DuncanDuo.com. When we aren't on air, make sure to follow us on all of our socials at the Duncan Duo uh, Twitter, Instagram, uh, YouTube, TikTok, and Facebook. So condos and townhomes for first time home buyers and for uh, low down payment mortgages. We're getting this we're getting this question a lot because I think you know, I talked earlier in the show about how the, the um median age of home buyers has risen, and there's not as many young home buyers out there. And I think younger home buyers as there were maybe a decade or two ago. Younger home buyers historically uh, like to buy lower maintenance properties. However, Lower maintenance properties are typically not single family homes. They're more likely to be condos or townhomes. And the obstacle with that is the younger a home buyer, statistically speaking, the more likely they are to need a lower down payment mortgage, aka an FHA or a VA or a USDA mortgage. And when you're buying a condo or townhome, the qualification process isn't just about you. So you may go out and say, Oh, well, I got approved for an FHA mortgage or I've got a VA approval. And I can buy a property, no money down. Um, That doesn't mean you can buy any property, no money down. Uh, Because the condition matters, the HOA matters, and specifically with condo and townhomes, um, they're very stringent. There are not a lot of condo communities in Tampa. I mean, uh, there's not a high percentage of them compared to the overall percentage of condo buildings in Tampa that qualify for VA and FHA mortgages. So if you are looking at a VA or FHA mortgage, and you're looking at condos or townhomes, before you go and make an offer, you need to work with an agent that knows what they're doing that can help you determine, is that community approved? And has that community had closings with a VA or FHA mortgage? Are they on the VA or FHA approved condo list? It's easy for us to find it. It's not as easy for you to find it. Um, but ultimately, the, there are, there are obstacles with buying condos and townhomes with HOAs, for a variety of reasons, in a VA or FHA loan. And you might ask, well, why? Like, I can qualify. You may be able to qualify, but if the delinquency rate in the condo or townhome is too high, then they're worried about the financials of the condo or townhome and them driving costs up, them driving the HOA and condo fees up or the insurance up, and then causing defaults because now you can't afford your payment. Okay. So, Uh, The other reason why is because they want a certain percentage of homeowners versus renters for that same reason, to protect the financial stability of the association. Um, So there are a lot of requirements also on condition for condos and townhomes because with a condo and townhome, you're giving away – and again, it's much more likely on condos, but a lot of people don't know the difference between condos and townhomes because they sometimes can look the exact same, and the legal description is what really matters – but but we'll just use them interchangeably for now, but each situation is going to be unique. But condos and townhomes, in essence, some of the management and maintenance of the condition of the property is held by other people, not you. So they have to put on a new roof, or they have to take care of the grounds, or they have to address some sort of structural issue. And if the homeowners association doesn't, and the condo association doesn't have enough money in reserves to take care of that. Uh, then then that can cause high defaults, and that can cause mortgage companies to say, look, we can't loan here, or FHA or VA to say, hey, look, we can't loan here either. So uh, if you are a first-time home buyer, or you're someone buying with an FHA or VA mortgage, buying a condo or a townhome is going to be a much more challenging. You need to make sure you're working with an agent that can verify if you have to use one of those loans, you should not be going out and looking at, at units and buildings that don't, match that. So hopefully that's helpful for you. Um we have a lot of agents a, a massive experience in that. We've we've helped people navigate through so many purchases of condos and townhomes. And again, it's rare for them to be approved for FHA and VA. So a lot of times we're going to guide you, get point you in the right direction. Or we're going to have knowledge about specific neighborhoods or communities that are or are not approved. Uh, and that's what you get when you're working with a large real estate team with a lot of experience. Um, and so you can do that at theduncanduo.com. So I think one other caveat to those lower down payment uh, mortgages the 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 other the other obstacle you know vacancy rates they they don't like to see or, or owner occupancy rates they don't like to see owner occupancy rates very high because then that's more likely if 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 there's a lot of vacancy then those people could be at risk for not making their payment on the HOA and then the HOA what they have to do if they're not getting paid by some people is they tax everybody else they have to catch everybody else up they have to say hey look these people aren't paying so now we got to charge you all more and when those numbers start to increase. Um, you know, there there can be problems with their loans. Their loans can default in certain neighborhoods, so they're very very stringent on that. There's been a lot of new legislation as well for condo buildings about the structure since some of the buildings in South Florida collapsed. Now, uh, you know, lenders are even requiring certain uh, you know certain engineering reports to make sure that that isn't going to happen. Because what happens if you know a building collapses? Well, all those lenders aren't getting paid anymore, so they want to make sure that uh, they do a CYA and uh, double check anything that can go wrong. And that's why condos and townhomes are harder to finance on FHA and VA loans. So, we're really back. We're going to wrap up our last segment after a quick break here on The Duncan Duo Show. So, we're back here on The Duncan Duo Show talking about the Tampa Bay real estate market. I want to give a quick statistical update. For what is happening in Tampa real estate for November? Now, just so you know, the real estate statistics. Uh, you know, we we had uh, obviously some vacation. We didn't get a chance to talk about the November stats, but they usually come out about the second or third week of the following month. So, for example, November stats come out about December 15 to 20. This year, they come out December 18. So the Jan or the December stats won't come out until about the same time in January, but. Uh, some interesting things I wanted to note about uh, what I saw in the statistics and why it matters to you. Uh, the first statistic that I saw was the average sale price was four hundred and fifty-five thousand three hundred ninety-four. Now, last month in October, it was four forty-two. The month before that, it was a little higher at four fifty-eight. But what we've really seen is kind of a stabilizing with our home values. But we are back to seeing appreciation year over year. What do I mean by that? Last November, we were 451 466. This year we're 455, so we're a couple or we're 1 percentage point higher. So we've seen a 1% bump in prices year over year. A lot of people expect us to see more like a 4 to 5% appreciation growth uh this year especially with interest rates dropping. Uh the average list to sell price ratio 98% so if you're a buyer and you think that you're gonna offer 20% off asking and get it done, uh, you know the stats like the Great Recession or stuff that we saw way back in the day just is not happening. A couple percentage points off of the asking price is the norm. months of inventory. Now, that has risen the last few months, which I think is a positive sign. We've had a real drastic inventory shortage, and I think more sellers are going to come on the market. I see that number starting to climb a little bit. Not a drastic climb. Uh, Below six months is still considered a seller's market, Um, but I think it's going to rise a a little bit more. It's gone from 2.3 to 3.2 over a five-month period. Um, I could see it maybe getting into the high threes uh, potentially even to fours uh, in 2024, simply because there are going to be more sellers created by the drop in rates because now they can go out and buy. And I think that those sellers seeing an increase in the number of buyers able to buy will also in turn bring more homes to the market. So I think we will see an increase in inventory. I think we're going to continue to see a slow and steady rise in uh, home prices uh, back from you know our our ultimate peak price. Was in June of 2022, we hit 481 as an average sell price, and then it got down to as low as 430 uh, in 2022, and is kind of slowly but surely up and down climbed up to where it is 455 today, and I think we'll probably get back to uh, you know a few percentage points higher than that in 2024. So one other statistic. 44 days on market is the average days on market for homes that have sold uh back during 2021 we saw that in the teens uh and then and it has slowly climbed it got up into the 60s in some of 2023 but uh with a continued downward pressure on inventory it, it it is it has dropped down to 44 um and so 3.2 months of inventory is comparable to what it was um a year ago um, but a good bit higher than what it was, you know, two and three years ago when we were in the ones. So we are seeing more sellers put their home on the market, uh, which is a welcome sign for home buyers that are uh, excited about the upcoming year with the uh, the decrease in interest rate. So I think that's going to fuel our real estate market. In November of this year, we saw 2,874 sales. Compare that to 2,753 sales last year. Uh, which is uh, just short of a four percent increase in the number of sales in our marketplace. Uh, October we had two thousand nine hundred and one last year. We had three thousand, so a little, you know, kind of a up and down few percentage points each month. Uh, but you do typically see a little bit of a drop off, um, you know, between uh, October and November. And this year we did not see much of one. Some people believe that you know, kind of the drop in rates started to fuel that. Um, that remains to be seen until we get December stats in the next couple months. If you're curious about your home's value and you want to know the stats for your neighborhood, go to DuncanDuo.com. fill out a quick home value report. What this report does is it gives you an idea of everything it's selling in your neighborhood. It gives you an automated evaluation. And I want to be clear, automated evaluations, no matter where you get them from, are not always on track. Uh, the higher the price, so the higher, you know, if you've got a really expensive home, test this out. Go on there, DuncanDuo.com. You know, if you've got a seven or eight-figure house, uh, because the higher you go on price, the the further off the automated evaluations are, because it's harder to evaluate the interior condition. Um, and and in some neighborhoods, one block over could look like a comp, but it could be a million-dollar difference. So there are some things that automated evaluations aren't great at, uh, and they're complicated properties and expensive properties. So as you go up in price, um, that's where the human element comes in. And one of the things we do that's different than if you go to like Zillow, is that when you submit your home value request on our site, we're actually going to personally look at it. You're going to get an agent that's going to reach out to you from a customer service perspective. If you're curious about selling, they'll help you with that, of course. But if you're just curious about your value, they'll ask you some questions, determine your condition, and make some updates to your value report so you can keep updated on what's actually going on in your neighborhood. So it gives you a biweekly report, a lot of really cool data. And again, you can do that at DuncanDuo.com. Thank you so much for tuning in. Uh, Make sure to register for our career night at jointheduo.com and have an awesome rest of your weekend, Tampa Bay.